When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody welcome to another edition of big chris live yes we're living live streaming right now on the big chris radio facebook page as well as our podcast network deanblundell.com we're streaming live via dean tube on youtube and also the deanblundell.com twitter account hello to everyone out there hello out there we're on the air this is uh there. hello everyone to our, on our screen as well we'll introduce our panel in a few seconds you might you might recognize some of the faces my wife is most excited for this episode and i don't know exactly why she just thinks that the the group of us the way that she has seen us all interact or has heard about us all interact in times past she thinks we're all hilarious she thinks that time in my life that we all work together and we're friends together was a hilarious time in my life and i can't wait to delve into that in just a few moments um the title of today's episode is let's circle buddy <laughs> Let's start with that. If we're delving into my years in Hamilton, Ontario, working at Y108 with these fine gentlemen, uh, we'll introduce them in a second. But who wants to take the lead on what a circle is? Any, go ahead. What? No, not me. <laughs> Good God. You were I, in I, plenty of circles with us. Dude. I, I was, I was, but I was typically the guy who was sort of doing this, like, Backing away slowly. Hang on. Can I pause this just for a second? Sure. Let's hurry up and tell people what it is because right now yeah. it's like we're playing ookie cookie or some kind of like a nudity thing. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> who's taking the reins? Go for uh, it. I'll I'll jump in here, Chris. Uh, yeah, please. A circle essentially was uh, all of us, or the majority of, of the people you see and hear uh, on this podcast, sitting in a circle, uh, fully clothed, by by the way. Um, and uh, essentially, what we would have if we had five people, there'd be five accoutrements full of weed, and those would be lit. And then we would hit and pass. So essentially, you're never left without hit, and you are always hitting. And I, I, I guess- flow. Constant flow, buddy. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it's uh, something that was practiced um, in great depth by a very good friend of ours, Carrie Gray, the late Carrie Gray. And um, I, I love the fact that you named the, this podcast that, Chris. I think it's great. No problem. And I will never forget one of the most ferocious circles that we are ever a part of uh was was to the stooges it was it was gimme danger it was just this dirty rigid rock and roll man and uh and it was almost like it set the pace for how quickly we were let's be honest how quickly we were using i i i'm in total agreement with all of this except i, I would like to make one correction mm -hmm. it wasn't one accoutrement per person one of you sick bastards would always throw in an extra one. Oh, yeah. There was always there was always a moment in the circle where you'd be holding two and not really knowing what to do about that, other than yeah. to just 
keep keep it moving. That's yeah. all. It was like it was like musical weed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Well, it was musical weed. Only I want you to to picture Lucy and Ethel making chocolates. So, <laughs> as the circle moved on, the chocolates kept coming along the conveyor quicker and quicker, and it got a little hairy. Yeah. It did. <laughs> And that brings me to this as episode going out to two people. Number one, Cary Gray. Uh, he was yeah. just a big part of that radio station in that city. And also the, uh, the uh, underground scene, the punk scene, the indie scene. He was, he was, he was the scenester um, and the best taste in music for anyone you'll ever, you'll ever meet. And then secondly, uh, to Cary, uh, Vince McLaughlin. Vince is actually the person who requested each one of yeah. you by name. To be on Get this on. podcast, he saw uh, a, uh, <laughs> a nostalgia podcast I did with my uh, old pal, Wendy Boomer. And uh, he says, what the fuck? What about the boys? And he named all of you. So let me introduce everybody here on the panel. Chuck Evans, Pipes of a God. We have talked on this podcast and I have talked on other podcasts about Jeff Woods and Jeff Woods this and his voice that and how much Punani Jeff Woods must get because of his voice. But Chuck Evans, can you just give us a quick read there? What, what do you want me to read? Yeah, that's I, all we that's, that's, that's all you had to say. That that's, that's, that, that's everyone turn you tell out. Yeah, turn up your <laughs> subwoofers, Chuck Evans, and the big broadcast is on the air. Um, be here. And, and also uh Ben McVee. I have not seen you since uh our wedding, my friend. Uh, and it was so great of you to uh, come in. I've even got the uh, picture, uh, the painting or the, uh, the art that you got us. It's up on the wall here in the studio. You can't see it because we're in so tight on the camera here, but it's, uh, it's up here in the, uh, the podcast studio. Is it really? Us. Right on. Yeah, buddy. It's, yeah. Got, it's got the Tragically Hip uh, reference on it too. So uh, it fits in with all the other stuff. I got, well, man, I've even got uh, Rob Baker and uh, Craig Northey, the Strippers Union. I got their new record on the turntable behind me. I got some artwork on the walls. You know me. I love the hip just as much as you, Benny. And that's the other thing. Ben also, also uh, Moonlight says, uh, well, like a Gord Downey uh, in, a, in a Tragically Hip tribute band. Yeah, uh, um, covid Jesus, you know, everything was really coming along nicely. The band was going along well. And first, I, can, can I just quickly say, mm. I'm so upset that Chuck got the intro. Uh, that was my intro. Pipes, <laughs> of, a, pi pipes of a God. <laughs> I, I thought I'd get that order. Uh, hey, guys. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, um, the, the band was going along so great. And then, uh, you know, this hit. And um, we did one gig during the... It was October 30th of uh, 2020 and we did one and I had to put like this big sheet of plexiglass with a square cut in the middle of it for the microphone. So we did manage to do one, but it's, it's, it's tough and you know, no practice space and everything else, but it's yeah. my one, it's my one chance to, to sort of dicker around with a mic and uh miss it but yeah it's going well it's going well well that's the, the other thing too is it like everything's going to come back the band will still be there i'm sure you guys are still hungry to get back together and and uh and and celebrate the music and make some music together i mean uh, uh, that's the problem is, is it's just this elongated limbo of like when the fuck that we're all sort of dealing with right now um also nick chino on the upper left hand corner of the screen and uh, Nick, you also uh, entertainer, musician, 
Um, you worked at Why I Want to Wait with us, but you had a band back then. You have a band now. You're going to have a band 25 years from now. You're just a fucking <laughs> band guy till the day you fucking die. Yeah, it's it's been like that for years. Like me and my buddies have been doing it for, it's been about 20 years now since we started our first band. And a lot of people over the years have dropped off, you know, being, you know, doing different things. And we've always just kept going and it's just super fun. You know, we just love doing it. Yeah. Band guy. Y'all right in my books, Turkish. Big <laughs> <laughs> Oasis fan, too. Oh, yeah, Big yes, Oasis fan. And there's uh, Bricktop, who is, uh, I don't know why we loved quoting Bricktop for some reason <laughs> from the movie Snatch. Uh, Scotty, that was for you. I, I know how much you laughed at Bricktop and we imitated him all the time. We Do did. you know the meaning of Nemesis? <laughs> also, Scotty, by the way, is a still image. That's the other fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. How you doing, boys? Look at this, hey? Hey, man. Pretty hot. I know. <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly, Big Chris has been well, welcome enough to say he's going to come by and bring me a webcam on Friday. Gift me one, yeah. which, which, which is, is going to be awesome. That, th thank you so much for that, Chris. Dude, you can't not have a webcam, Scotty. It's, it's the pandemic. You have to have a webcam. <laughs> I take the great leap out of the Middle Ages, I guess, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, look, I don't think that people want to, I don't think that people want to see my face either, but you know, it's just, that's the age that we live in right now. It is. Yes, I right. feel like also we're like in a 1980s news broadcast and it's like our, our Penn Scott Penfold, our, our reporter in Wisconsin. <laughs> and it's just your face coming up on the screen. It's a live correspondent. I love it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So how's it going, Scotty? Actually, no, don't even tell me. Let me guess. You're fucking high right now, aren't you? Um, not currently. Um, oh. I was a little earlier. Uh, I was, um, uh, yeah, just been what, busy are you not with serious? Are you not serious? You what, too much what? fucking around? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I, uh, I, I do enjoy, um, a little bit in the morning with my coffee, of course. I mean, yeah. Hey, it's lockdown. Why the hell not? Right. So, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, just keep it busy with work, dude. So what's, uh, what's cooking, man. How's uh, like, again, like the lockdown and, uh, the pandemic must've, uh, had some had some effect on you, but uh, but not so much with loaded radio, I'd imagine, because you still self produce that and uh, and do it all from home, right? Yeah, that's that's essentially what I've been doing. So I mean, the pandemic essentially, uh, I turned it around and was able to make it a positive thing, and I was able to really jump into the work that I was sort of you know putting off before, uh, and I've actually gotten a lot done and moved forward a lot with it. So and, and it's doing really well. So I mean. You know, glass half full kind of a thing. So I no complaints on this end. You know what I mean? And and you as well, Chris. I see you pouring over your own content as well now. I mean, and those those crazy guys up there. I know they're doing their stuff. I mean, I think I think it's fantastic that we're all still you know um, doing those th the the thing that we love, which is that you know carrying that passion and and continuing to deliver it in you know in the way that we do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and also in that you know, like whether it's making music or it all comes. I think it really for all of us it comes down to music in yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, that's the root thing that brought us together because we worked at a music-based radio station. Although we had some pretty good talk moments too, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> uh, also, uh, Chuck, on that topic, I have never loved a radio station playlist. Chuck Evans was the music director as well as the evening host at Why I Went Away during our time there. And I've never loved a music playlist at a radio station more than the one that you put together for us. It had like just enough, like just slightly deeper cuts by like Pearl Jam, like stuff like Wishlist, you know, but then it was still like a regular rock station, but it just had a just like slightly irregular. I loved it, man. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Uh, a lot of work went into it. And what can I say? It was my it was my secondary passion. 
after being on the air, of course, uh, you know, being in this industry, you want to, you want to be on the air and, and, you know, throw your persona out that way. But I had, I, I was lucky in that I had, was able to have that second passion in behind the microphone as well, to be able to put together um, playlists for, uh, for the good listenership and glad you liked it. <laughs> Thanks, man. And what's <laughs> going on with you? You're doing voice work. I hope that's, I hope that's your main thing. Doing, that's, that's mainly what I'm doing right now is, uh, is voice work. Um, so maybe you've heard me on some commercials. I actually, I've been doing a lot of stuff in-house stuff over in Europe. So big corporations, uh, hire you to, uh, do in-house training videos in this, this sort of thing. Perfect. Um, right I've on, been getting, John. been getting a lot of stuff from, from Europe, which is in and I, Indonesia too. I could have sworn yes. it was Chuck. I heard singing the cars for kids lingo the other day, but maybe, <laughs> no, maybe, no, maybe I'm wrong. I am. And you know what? I'm so upset that they changed it. They, they, they did. Changed, That's right. They changed it. And I'm annoyed because now whoever they have doing it has that uh, just a very robot, robotic, unkid like delivery. And the first time I heard it, uh, Molly, my, my, my young one was uh, in the back seat and she always sings along to it. And she's, messed up the cadence for it and she was very upset and i am too now yeah i never thought that sitting here today i'd be upset about the cars for kids jingle but this is where you've taken me i don't know what it is about those jingles guys like between marine land and cars for kids my yeah. daughter to this day knows uh, every note uh, word for word like what what who writes those jingles? that's a successful yeah. jingle yeah. You know, like EHR, EHR, we always had, you know, one of those, uh, those crazy <laughs> yes. jingles that you just listen to all the time. It's like, <laughs> you know, I would sing them in between breaks, you know, you're sitting in the studio, <laughs> commercials are coming on and you're like, you know, jamming to, you know, cars for kids. And I, I remember when I was first moving to Hamilton before I met you guys. And uh, I remember that before I even started at the radio station, I knew the EHR jingle. I knew that I knew it by heart. Like I could sing it to you just in my first day in the hallways of the radio station. That's, that's yeah. how, how heavily that was in rotation <laughs> on all radio at the time. Yeah. Well, that's great, Chuck. I love that you're getting voice work over in Europe. It kind of sounds like you're like the David Hasselhoff of voice work. Like, yeah, so big in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, the last thing I did was for BASF over in Germany. Oh, the, uh, the tech company. Yes. The store, yeah, cool. yeah, folks. Wow, that's is that like one of your greatest hits then? What BASF? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, my greatest hits. I don't, I don't know about that. You have they, greatest hits in this work. They, no? they send me a lot of work. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll well, take that. All right, plug for them. Keep sending Chuck some friggin' work. <laughs> nice BASF. Um, Benny, do you still have a bucket of bolts? And stuff from Iverwind Stadium, because I remember that was my favorite thing was it was me coinciding with leaving Hamilton. It was also the end of football and events happening at Iverwind and that that old beauty, man. I still have um, it's in a small box. And uh, I mean, you know, we just we just hopped on um, a few minutes ago together before this all started. I wish I could go find it and pull it out now. I know I have a small box of those. Uh, they were. Hex bolts and square washers. And um, we were standing underneath the east section. So the, the closed section of the end zone, me and Carrie and his son, Declan. And it was not long before they ripped her down and people were jumping up and down. It was an Argo game. I think it might've been the Labor Day game. And it started raining down bolts and washers on us. So 
we stopped to, uh, well, first of all, we wondered if we were going to live. And secondly, uh, we started to collect those things and I still have them somewhere. I know I do. Um, yeah, they're around. I think that's, that's like one of those underrated relics or there were so many, the whole city of Hamilton obviously is underrated. Uh, but I just find that there was so many little things like that, that you could collect from Hamilton that, that still means something like even back in Kingston, uh, you know, I know there was people were pulling seats out of the Jock Hardy arena when they said, okay, well the arenas, people just went in there and started just with bolt cutters and and stuff and started taking, I think that kind of memorabilia is cool. If you have a garage or a basement (laughs) for it, you know, if you've got it, got the space. Well, let's not forget. I mean, I I ripped up a, I forget how big it was, that section of turf that I took out. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Uh, I I was unaware of how many uh, rubber pellets a piece of turf actually contained. (laughs) 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 This thing was, I don't know, it was like an area rug, but it weighed about, I don't know, 800 pounds. It had like 18 tires chipped up and interwoven into it. And I grabbed it for Carrie and it, it made had it as a rug. In the he lawn. did, yeah. it, but it made such a friggin' mess. It was just, yeah. it was nasty, but <laughs> yeah, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. It well, worked. That's, that's, I remember too, all those little rubber balls were just scattered all over the floor. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, Watch yeah. out for the balls, buddy. uh we've and there's episodes back in the past too where benny and and uh, scott and i got together we had a podcast like way back years ago it's still in the stream for anyone who wants to take a listen but we uh, paid a good good old tribute to carrie gray uh, on that episode we played back some hilarious clips Mm. and great moments um worth a listen um but also speaking of hamilton and underrated i want to do a quick round table on sandwiches and subs in Hamilton. What is the best sandwich or sub in the city of Hamilton? Is that for, for dollars worth or are you talking quality? I, whichever you prefer. I, Cause I mean, I think you and I both lived off of Atlantic subs for yeah, probably did. a yeah. good year, at least eh, Chris. <laughs> I mean, yeah. um, value, I mean, bang for your buck. How much was it? Was a foot long sub there, dude? I, was I it believe. Like- you could get it for two ninety six. I think. I think it was ninety six. I think it was four cents. I'm pretty sure. It was <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, dollar for dollar, if you're going to go that way, I'm going to say the Atlantic sub because it was satisfying. I mean, and again, Chris and I lived off these things because we weren't making a lot of money. Yeah, we were. Um, but uh, yeah, the, you know, I never got tired of them. They were good. They were really good subs. Yeah, they were good. Like like for under five bucks, you could get a diet pop or a, a bottle of pop and a sub from Atlantic Subs. And yeah, I, I'll go with that too. I even thought for a while that the, 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 they were so affordable that the place had to be a front. It had to be, <laughs> be a money laundering place. I'm like, holy shit, you can't sell a sand. The meat and the bread is worth more than $3. Like you can't. It's, it's not all volume. Fun. It's all about the volume. You sell the most dollars. subs that you can at the lowest price. That's yeah. right. <laughs> all right. Delicious. Best sub or sandwich in Hamilton. Who's up? Uh, can I go burrito? Only sure. because I didn't do a lot of subs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of the place, but there's this little hole in the wall right at the corner of Main and Lock tucked in behind a convenience <laughs> store. I know that. One. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. Do you remember the name of it? Uh, was it just like main was it main subs or uh, no, 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 no. It was it like a, a lost something lost brothers. Oh jeez. Carrie yeah, and I used to go there. No, oh yeah, like burrito boys. No, burrito, burrito no, boys. No, no. 
No, it was it like, was literally Los like Alamos you, or no? Could, uh, yeah, Los Alamos, wasn't it? I could see the Mexican flag. They used to have the Mexican flag there. Uh, I think that might be it. I think yeah, Los Alamos. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally looked like you were walking through somebody's front door and to get into the into uh, to yes. get into the place. But uh, they knew <laughs> Those me. Those are the by, best places. They they knew me by name and man, absolutely fabulous. Uh, I'd get a half an hour and run over there, and I was that was the happiest I could be. Just delicious. <laughs> I hope they're uh, long gone, unfortunately. Oh, they are. They're long gone. I was gonna say, I hope they yeah. made it through this this pandemic thing, but there's so many. No, they were gone long, no, long. They before were gone that. before that. Yeah. 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 Who else? I didn't. I didn't buy enough. They were really counting <laughs> yeah. on you, John. <laughs> I let them down. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times a restaurant or two or a takeout place that's unique to a city has gone out of business after I've left town and people actually <laughs> friggin' blame me. You know, yeah. back in the 400 pound Chris days, oh man, I used to keep full on places in business. I did. I Same as 420 Kingston. Yes, that's true. Well, they're now. <laughs> They now go by the title of Calix and Tricombs, and oh, they have okay. uh, a new storefront opening up in the East End, Kingston. And of course, their Midland Drive Avenue, uh, <laughs> or Midland Avenue uh, uh, location has been uh, just doing. What are you getting delivery sometimes? This podcast soon? brought to you by. <laughs> right? Swing on by. Say hi to Patrick at the door. Anyway. <laughs> um all right sandwiches. What were we talking about? Yeah, sandwiches. sandwiches. Burritos, sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. What, what about you, Nick? Um, well, this isn't really a burrito or a sub, but I don't know if you remember back in the day, right across the street, kind of a diagonal from the radio station was a Popeye's yes. chicken. Oh, no. yes. And that was kind of my go-to uh, in between, uh, in between, you know, shifts at the radio station, except it would take forever to even get any kind of food. So you try to duck out maybe at the end of an hour to go get something and then you'd be missing, you know, you'd have to make sure you set a long playlist before you uh, you take <laughs> off for the Popeyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have at least 15 minutes of music queued up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, just stairway to heaven into uh, Freebird into... Shine on you, Crazy Diamond. Yeah, exactly. Both parts, all parts, <laughs> yeah. one to eight. There's some more pigs in there. Yeah. yeah. Okay for dessert. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Benny, Popeyes uh. week, by the way. Nick, Popeyes week. If I can just call you all, well, you know, it's corporate. I get that. It's, it's yeah. kind of corporate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I'm going to, okay. So I'm going to ask a similar check uh, question to Chuck is, uh, does the hamburger count as a sandwich? The hamburger is a sandwich. I think it's I know between two pieces of bread. Can we, can we have agreement on this? Oh, yeah. uh, I'd, I'd, agree. I'd give you that, Benny. Uh, then the Maui Wowie hamburger at hamburger, H-A-M-B-R-G-R, which is the last <laughs> place I think I saw Chuck face to face. Yes. Uh, we had lunch together. We did. And uh, it was the, delicious. The Maui Wowie burger is, is, is just, it's, it's, it's orgasmic. It's like the, the greatest thing going. If I have to pick the, the traditional sandwich, I'm going with the beef dip just down the road at the Snooty Fox. Oh, oh I love yes. the Snooty Fox. Ooh, the Snooty yes. Fox in Westdale here. It's just, yep. uh, I still live in Westdale. Um, it's just down the road and uh, it's, it's 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 roast beef. It's a beef dip, right? But it's the gravy is good, and the the bread they put it on is is garlic bread, and is so soaked in butter that I usually have to drink about a fifth of Jack Daniels just to thin my blood out. <laughs> sandwich, but yeah, th those are my two entries. And it, it, it's it, this is another one of those questions where we're going to finish it, and I'm sure all of us will go. Oh wait, I forgot about this. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, any of those pubs, I think, along Augusta Street, especially Scotty, Nick, you guys, uh, we, we for sure have all had many, many sandwiches along that street. Any of those pubs, whether it's the ship or whatever that, uh, you know, they just, you know, there's always a good sandwich to be had there. 
along yeah, with for sure, along with some bevies. <laughs> question: I haven't been to Hamilton. It's been a while. Uh, obviously, everyone's supposed to stay at home. Stay at home, fucking orders. Sometimes I feel like I'm the only one doing it. But anyways, um, is Hamilton getting gritty now with the pandemic? Like it was really like Benny. You're in Westdale, very very nice end of town. But has it gotten not so nice after the pandemic? Has it gotten gritty? Like everyone's talking about New York City, like New York's gritty again. Yeah, it's like the 70s. It's like the 80s. Is Hamilton getting the grit? No, uh, I would say definitively no. Um, Hamilton huh. continues. Uh, Hamilton continues to grow and, and be Hamilton, the, the Hamilton that, um, that everybody was kind of excited about, the Hamilton that was coming. Oh, it, it, it's, second, it, we just yep, go ahead. We just dropped our signal here. Just a second here. Hang on, honey. What's that? Oh, it'll resume shortly. Okay. Well, let's just start again then. Okay. We're back, everybody. We, we dropped out shortly. I've got my wife upstairs checking to make sure that the stream has uh, resumed. Honey, are we back on? Yes, honey. <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> Hang on a second, guys. It says recording. I think we are. I'm going to call JC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I missed those days. Oh, yeah. I guess we're back on. Okay, we're back on, everybody. Hey, hey there we go. Hey. I guess that actually might have been a minute of us going, are we back on? Are we back on? Are we back on? And sorry <laughs> for anyone who was actually watching that, but uh, <laughs> fuck, man. I don't know. Technology. I spent so much on this damn studio. I worked so hard on this thing. It's still not perfect. Still and not it's perfect. The, the one benefit of having a still of Scott is that we didn't have to spend that time watching him take his pants off. Which yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're assuming his pants were on to start with. That's, that's true. right. Yeah. Working yeah. from home, buddy. <laughs> so yeah. uh where were we sandwiches or oh yeah no, we, we were talking about has hamilton gotten gritty again no it, it hasn't i don't think it has i think hamilton has um maintained the trajectory it was on only it's a little bit slower hmm. uh, i certainly don't think it's gotten any grittier although i don't think that hamilton ever lost any of its grit it's gotten um not grittier it's gotten prettier um, gentrification and all that sort of stuff downtown. I mean, the development is still going on and pushing forward and everything else. And housing prices are going, uh, prices are going up. And and Hamilton's doing really, really, really well. Um, Happy to hear that. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I work with a, another guy. We were just talking about this this morning, and I just met him recently. And and you know, we said this uh, the same thing to each other that uh, all us guys used to say to uh, to each other is that. You know, nobody gives it a, a a chance until they actually spend some time here, and then you realize that it, it's a great place to be. So, um, no, uh, there's definitely been no step back for Hamilton whatsoever. Um, it, it's maintained all its quote unquote gritty charm, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 still is is Barton Street still as gritty charmy? Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. Some things will never change. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Because I thought it was time that we review an old bit that I had on my program. We called it Hamilton Life. Oh, boy. I love Hamilton Life. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, Scotty especially liked Hamilton Life. And you know who didn't like Hamilton Life? The Hamilton Tourism Board. They weren't, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't so pleased with it. But uh, this is, it's a, a comical take or a satirical version of a David Attenborough, uh, what would you say, nature film, but it's a look at a specific street in the city of Hamilton. Take a listen. 
Today on Hamilton Life, we examine Barton Street. Barton Street, the longest street in the city, stretching 21 kilometers and home to several of Hamilton's most popular attractions. The Barton Street Jail, Hamilton Strip, the Prince Edward Tavern, the General Hospital, and the Barton Street Library, where you can rent more than just books. The smell of urine is in the air, which means only one thing. The Barton Street bus has arrived. Crowded with strollers, unattended children, and that guy named Phil who sleeps in the back seat all day. Oh, look. We're about to witness a timeless Barton Street mating ritual. Under the guise of a hitchhiker, she attracts her potential mate. He slows his pickup truck and rolls down the window. 50 bucks for a up, 100 bucks for a And if you want a you'll have to take out a bank loan. The young lady finishes her chewing tobacco, hawks a loogie, and steps up into the vehicle. Another Barton Street love connection has been made. This has been another edition of Hamilton Life on Afternoons with Big Chris. That was great, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, Chuck as the, uh, as the lady of the evening, as the street walker was my favorite part. <coughs> great Smoking fan. through my trach tube. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pipes of God, that's what it gets you. Yeah, exactly. you know, good job at Y108, or you're a hooker on Barton Street. Yeah, well, that's what BASF pay was about the same. That's what BASF pays for, man. They pay for that. That boy. Yeah. Uh, that was a great look back at at one of my favorite bits that I did. And, and uh, you know, I just always think so positively about the times there. I think about the poverty as well. I mean, Scotty and I were just like two, you know, rovers on the streets of Hamilton and South James Street for a while. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, Nick, of course, the starving musician. And, and uh, you know, like I, I just uh, I always look back on the, the, the community spirit that we all had to keep each other afloat. And by that, I mean, pinching grams of weed all the time. Uh, uh, like it was a communal, like you could find a bag of weed in a desk drawer at Y108, like that, like any desk drawer, <laughs> any desk drawer. It was always good. And it, you yeah. know what? And it, it, it was us, but you know who did it was the most was, it was the oldie station down the hall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <we don't, laughs> those guys were chronic. <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want to out anybody, but, uh, they're, they're cause they're all saints. That's right. <laughs> we wouldn't want to out anybody. Oh, I see what you did. There. Easy now. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, well, that's nice. I'm glad that it's still uh, on a, on the right path because I'll tell you, Benny, uh, when I was in Hamilton a couple of years ago, the last time I was there, I think I went for lunch on Ottawa Street and I couldn't believe Ottawa Street. Right. I, I mean, I couldn't believe what I saw that new, that the original Tim Hortons ever, the first ever Tim Hortons is on Ottawa street in Hamilton. And I, it was the dumpiest Tim Hortons in the entire company. And then all of a sudden now it's this beautiful thing with this museum and everything. It's a proper tribute. And then everything else followed suit. The whole street's full of like gourmet restaurants and stuff. Yeah. It's um, it's, it's thus far, uh, like I said, I, I mean, it, it's, prices are going up and everything else. I just, I, it's my hope uh, that 
I think because the prices are going up and the gentrification and the expansion and everything is that it was, it has been um, a destination for people who are further uh, east in the GTA, the Oakville's, the Burlington's, the Toronto's, mm -hmm. the Mississaugas and everything else was a cost effective means to get a lot more than what you currently have or had at the moment, right? Like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm living in a small bungalow here in Mississauga. Look at what I could get in Hamilton. That is, is changed or is in the process of changing. I just, I, it's my hope that Hamilton doesn't lose its original identity to a lot of infiltration. And yeah. my sense is that that is not happening so far, that people are sort of more assimilating than infiltrating, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I can use my hometown as an example, small town of like 4,000 people, but it's slowly being transformed into a bedroom community mm -hmm. uh, for Ottawa. And, uh, and, and so you have more people living there, but they don't care about the city. They don't have an investment in, in or in, not right. in the city, but in the town. But I think in Hamilton, you move there and quite quickly, you start to care about the city. You develop an emotional event. That's a great point, Chris. Yeah. And that's a great way of putting it is that once, once you're here, it's like, wow, I, fuck, I love this place. Um, and there's, I got a lot to learn about it and, and people become converts just like that. Yeah. I was one of them. I never forget just within weeks. I was like, this fucking place is awesome. Yeah. And then I remember my buzzkill girlfriend too. She was, we're, <laughs> we were driving down, <laughs> we were driving down King street and she was like, I wouldn't eat at a single restaurant on this street. Like as oh. we were driving by them, like, and I just remember like we drove past the big top diner and she said that, and Benny, you, the big top's one of the best diners in the whole damn city. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I used to live like two blocks away, man. And, and yeah, I mean, okay. So you, you know, you walk in and you wonder where the hell am I, but then you sit down, you eat, you get to know the people. It, it really, that's, that's, that's the way it works in yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Once you're here, you get it. If you're Absolutely not, enough. if you've never been, you yeah. never will. And she quickly became the enemy. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that whole thing was funny. <laughs> I forgot all about that. You, you did not forget all about that. Well, I, you know, I just, it, it hadn't come to mind, but I did forget about that relationship you were in and just some of the funny things that happened. That's all. That's all. Where, I'll leave it at that. That's where's the car? <laughs> <laughs> That's just an inside thing, but you guys uh, probably piece that together. Yeah. Uh, yeah just, that was... And like, you know, she loved to blame Scotty for, for a lot of the problems, but a lot was, of people did. Yeah, I know. But that's the thing, though, <laughs> is that like, no, I was making my own decisions. It just happened that I needed somebody there to help me enable it. That's all. Actually, as I recall, if I could just interject really quickly, I seem to remember Chris showing up, uh, you know, and having stuff like showing up with this sort of established level of whatever it was he had achieved at it and it, it really regressed when when you first came to hamilton there was a downsize in mm -hmm. residences and a downsize in vehicles and a little bit of everything but you stuck it out and then it started coming back up and and here you are now doing okay now yeah for sure yeah. Um, yeah, you, you were know. set right before you left Hamilton, though, Chris. Remember that you got a brand new apartment; it was gorgeous. Yeah, and then I'm like, I'm, we all helped you move in, and then a month later, dude, hey guys, I'm going to Kingston to do mornings. What the hell was that about? I know, man. Well, what's the band up? Like, I yeah, it was a little Yoko. Um, how many moves? How many moves did I assist in? There, there was, there was oh, more than one. I think there was three. Yeah, three for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because like, you helped me move from Carrick Avenue. 
yeah. <laughs> the haunted street over That's to, right. yeah, over to uh, James South or over to J uh, McNabb. And, uh, and then I was on McNabb and then, but then I moved upstairs in the same building and, uh, you, you all get, you guys all helped me with that move too. So fucking God love y'all. Uh, yeah. Couldn't have done it with edge true bros. Really? I mean, that was, that, I mean, it didn't get thicker than those kind of thievery moments. Right. Well, I think then, that was the, that was the mentality there between all of us when we were at the station. I think it was just the timing, the staff. Uh, it, it was just, it was just that magic, that lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was a certain chemistry amongst us all. And, and, and here's the thing we're talking mostly about off mic stuff. Like let's talk about in the hallways, how fun it was. I mean, it oh, was yeah. just a fun place to go to work. Right. Like we called it the clubhouse. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I do have so many great memories looking back on that. Um, but uh, the, the dissolvement of, and the unmoneying of myself after moving to Hamilton was quite something, uh, <laughs> as you put it, Benny, because. Uh, unmoneying. I like that. You know, well, it was, it was, it was unmoneying because uh, I, I had a gig with the Canadian forces and I was, I literally pared my salary down to a third of its former self uh, and moved to Hamilton where of course, there's a lot of trouble to get into and, uh, <laughs> and well, that's all she wrote. Uh, but I don't regret a single thing, but you're right. I did break up the band, Scotty. I did it for uh, a stupid chess radio move. And, uh, and, and it, it worked out really great for me because Kingston is like a home city to me. And I met my wife now and, you know, everything worked out. Um, but there's always going to be that fork in the road moment for me. I never had a fork in the road. Um, Never had a fork in the road that I ever viewed as being ever very significant until that point in my life. Hmm. Uh, there was, I always feel like I made the right choice in the right moment. I made the right decisions. Um, you know, maybe there's some relationships I let drag on too far, but other than that, it was like I'd made the right career moves, lifestyle moves, family moves, whatever you want to call it. Up until that point, that's the only one, the only time in my life I ever questioned the move was leaving Hamilton. Uh, and, uh, but, but again, it still panned out great. But I always wonder, like, what would what would have been been like? Maybe I would end up dead. Who knows? You know, like, you know, like, there's a lot of different things that could happen in Hamilton, especially. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on here to a list of unproven methods against COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh, we're doing bits. Yeah, we're doing bits. Oh, right. let's do some bits. Bits. Yeah, yeah, we do bits on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> all right, so here is a. Uh, yeah, this is from Wikipedia. The WHO stated that camel urine should not be drunk in order to avoid contracting COVID-19. That was one of many conspiracy theories that uh, has been spun about this pandemic that we've had. What, and on, based on that, first of all, uh, would you? Drink camel urine? Yeah, if you thought it had healing properties? No. No, nope. <laughs> urine is sterile, though. True, uh, it it is. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to pee on yourself if you get a like a a bee sting or a jellyfish. Jelly bite, right? Jellyfish, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jellyfish, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if although, I take it internally. Yeah, although <laughs> yeah. like like the jellyfish, I, I'm thinking that any therapy that involves urine is just set up by somebody to see if you'll actually do it. <laughs> I, I, I don't think and there's think any healing quality to it whatsoever i think I somebody think just wants to see if you're going to do it you're absolutely <laughs> right if, if somebody suggests it then there's somebody hanging around with a camera just waiting to film you exactly yeah. you, know, you know what i hear 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, it's on Twitter and it's game over. Right. Yep. Uh, uh, anyways, there was a bunch of different like crazy conspiracies. Like the last year has been the year of conspiracies. Has it not? Totally. Is there very a, much so. Yeah. I mean, I like conspiracies, but I, I mean, I don't take them seriously, but I like them in the way that I like watching Jerry Springer. I like them in the way that I like reading the weekly world news like Bat Boy. I used to love Bat Boy back in the day, getting the updates. Um, is there a conspiracy that any of you guys find like amusing? Amusing or believable? Which one? Well, you know what? If we want to go down the believable train, I'm all ears. Okay. Hmm. Well, uh, Flat Earth, I find amusing. <laughs> yes definitely amusing. <laughs> flat earth is something that's come about since i mean god there's a piece of gold right there i wish that had been around while we were a staff because we could have had some fun with that but that that one um yeah to find out that antarctica is actually a 150 foot wall of ice with you know john snow patrolling yeah. the top of it <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Uh, for the kind of makes me chuckle a little bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's good. I, I, one that I find believable if we want to go down that route. Sure. Is the, uh, that the COVID was made in a lab. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, maybe our live stream will get pulled after saying that. Who knows? Facebook's <laughs> caught me on high alert these days. I've been banned a couple of times already, but, uh, have you, Christopher? Really? Well, yeah. Yeah. Actually, we had some nudity on the podcast a while back. I was banned from, uh, doing live streams for 30 days. Look at you. Yeah, I know. And I had already seen your balls. I don't know why I had to a second time. <laughs> remember when? Remember when Benny pulled his balls out at Why Wanna Wait? And Scott stuck him against. Remember that? It stuck him against the window when the news guy was on. Remember that? Flies eyes. <laughs> that was oh yeah, flies eyes. That flies was eyes, buddy. It's, it's... Yeah, what was it? Uh, Bill was it? Who was on the air? Um, it was the, the midday host on CHML. It was the talk radio station, and there was a window from our studio that which led right into directly where their Kelly broadcaster <laughs> yeah. was. And uh, yeah, he was live on cable 10. Yeah, <laughs> and Benny, Benny pulled his nuts out and stuck them against the window and, like, and like you know, smushed them around a little bit. They well, they, they were warm and the window was cool. I, I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> it down. <laughs> that when Rose, the cleaning, when Rose, the cleaning lady came around later that night, I said to make sure to get the get that spot. Rose. A little bit of Windex yeah. out. Yeah. You even remember her name, Just Rose. Tidy that up. Oh, Rose. yeah, Rose. I like when I did evenings at the station, I was there every night. Rose would come in and clean yeah. while I did my show. So yeah, and then oh, nine, months tonight, later, huh? nine months later, Rose had a baby. I don't know what happened, Nick. <laughs> you know, those office romances. What can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a story, Benny, and I'm trying to remember it. And I don't know if you told it on the old podcast that you were on like years ago, but you were doing overnights or something, and you were trying to were you trying to suck your oh, own that's when carrie was coming over to be the pd oh. at the other radio station and what you were talking about benny remember that it was something i had read about uh in yugoslavia it was a new um uh craze uh it was masturbating with your ankles oh yeah <laughs> it was called ankle spanking and i <laughs> even i have turned 50 since we or less together, but it, it basically involves getting your ankles and then getting your junk down in between your ankles and thrusting thusly. Uh, I, I'm so glad you can't see what's really going on. Oh, yeah. and, 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 and it, it hurts a little more than it did 25 years ago, but that, yeah, that, that happened. I fell over in the office chair. It wasn't a good thing. And the story is, is you did this on the air. You did this. I on did that on the air. Yeah. As Carrie was coming into town and I was to be fired uh, the next day when he got into town as the new program director, but 
for some reason, um, some guy who was jerking off with his ankles overnight was enough to keep me hired, uh, keep me employed. <laughs> he thought that's the kind of guy we need around here. Because that's, uh, yeah, that's the kind of quality <laughs> human being you want in your radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you did evenings at Y. Did, what kind of weird shit went down at night? I always felt like Hamilton was a different city after dark. Yeah, well, it was more just having like the run of the radio station, I think was the, the most fun thing is that everybody would leave. And then I would just I I'd bring my scooter to the radio station. I'd ride around the hallways. Uh, I would uh, I would order food and I would just, you know, it was like it was like being uh, Kevin McAllister can in I Home just, Alone. Can I just <laughs> you know? say, like, I was thinking about, you know, things that I remember about all you guys and Nick's video that he took with that scooter. Yes. Going through the radio station is one of the greatest things I've yeah. ever seen. I, I just I remember you cruising by the window back. Yeah. It, it was it was one of the most well because there was a bit of a, a, a move on to start involving a little bit of video and a little bit of yeah. a, a camera peer into your life. And Nick sees that thing by the balls with that <laughs> scooter video. I thought it was great. Thanks, man. Yeah, that I was that was do. fun. Yeah, it was really, 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 really well done. Yeah, well, you know, you get up to all sorts of things at the radio station uh, late at night, and you got nobody to to bust your chops. So, did you ever have any uh, like a lady friend in uh, or your girlfriend in? Uh, my girlfriend would come sometimes, and unfortunately, like because the thing with then the you Y trying hard enough, anybody who's in the Y studio right knows that there's the windows in between Y and CHML, and there's always an op at CHML on the yeah. other side, <laughs> and so it was always very like very much being like under the microscope, being like you know can I do anything? Can I? And so my girlfriend would come and be like, can I can I kiss her? Is that gonna is that gonna be weird? Can we hold hands? You know, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was always weird because you're just like they're you they're never watching the shades. Oh yeah, oh yeah, there were yeah shades in that thing. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. Lost opportunities. There were shades, says every guy who's fucked in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> there were shades, says the guy who knowingly put his balls up against the window. Yeah, but then you come in and all the all the controls are stuck on the on the board. You're like, why won't the faders move? Oh, uh, yeah. What's oh, going no. on? Like Sticky. Sticky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I don't know uh, what else to talk about here, guys. I think I had uh, a couple other things here that I've lost in front of me. The whole uh, the whole live stream thing threw me for a fucking loop there. I'll get <laughs> fucked up there. You said oh, yeah. something about kids. Language, Christopher. This is, a, well, this is my podcast. I can swear if I want to. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So this is a question I've been asking people on the regular to wrap up the podcast. Yeah, This is in segments, but I'm very happy with how it's gone today. Uh, it's been great catch catching up with you all. But who was the person that introduced you or gave you your first porno mag or video? Uh, I, I, found mine in, I found mine in a field. It was uh, like, I don't know what, but like there, were, there was like a bunch of water damaged old playboys in a field where I think I was hanging out as a kid. And uh, I hid them and I would go back and visit those magazines quite often from what I remember, but they weren't actually given to me by a human being. Mother Earth provided them to me <laughs> you found a porn field like it grew in a field yeah. <laughs> it was quite the experience though i mean i thought it was the greatest thing in the world it was like my treasure at the time dude i mean it was uh it was very enlightening because <laughs> i i told this story in the last podcast uh my eighth grade buddy andy stanley he also very similarly had a stack of porn behind the portables in the field behind our school in eighth grade uh yeah. big stack of swank 
Swank. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even Playboy. Or- oh, man. Swank. Those d- discount pornos. Big spender. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The back of the rack. Yeah, yeah. Random uh, question, Chris. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I guess I guess so. I I just find it's a good question, and I think it always creates interesting discussions because everyone's had a different a different take on it. Mm-hmm. Chuck, I'm interested to know your take on on the your first I, point. I was in uh, grade eleven, I believe, might have been ten, and I got pneumonia, very bad, and I was home for a couple of weeks and lost like fifteen pounds. Yeah, and at at one point, the doorbell rings. And I can't even get up off the couch. I've spent two weeks on the couch. So my mom answered the door and it was some of my friends from school bringing uh, a care package. There was some, some school stuff to, to get done and uh, tucked in there was a copy of Playboy. And I'm trying to, was it Kathy Ireland on it? On the cover? Ooh, Kathy Ireland. Nice. It was sweet. It's a uh, fine vintage. Yes, uh, except that I found out, Irish vintage. I found out that I had received this when my mom was going through the stuff and oh, they brought the homework and oh, what is this? So I found out uh, that I got my first porno mag from my mom. She literally handed it to me. It's good what though. Doll. What a dodging. Yeah. Well, that and and especially she must have been like, oh, the the poor guy's all tuckered out with this pneumonia. He's all, you know, he just needs a little pick me up. You know, that's a thoughtful mom. Very <laughs> nice of her to do so. Yeah, Nick, over to you, buddy. Um, well, there two things come to mind is because like I remember I got you know probably in like grade eight or grade nine got like high speed internet. So that was always like, you know, when that, that changed the game of loading certain things on the internet. But another funny thing was like when I had one millennial here, I forgot. Well, well, you know, but the age gap here is really shining through right now. But the funny thing was like when I was in grade, I think when I was in grade nine and I turned 14 for my birthday, I have an older sister, one of her friends, they were like, in grade 12, 13. So they were like older than me. My, my sister's friend gave me a naked lady pen. So when you press the, when you press the pen, all of her clothes oh, yeah. come off. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, I can't let my mom see this. Like I have to hide this somewhere in my room that my mom's not going to find it. And so, you know, just this like, you know, and then you like go up to the go up thing, pull down the pen. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, so, so. so what? Pen in the left, and then in the right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I think yeah, I think that'd be that. Yeah, that's the right hands. I think yeah, you got to be very coordinated effort. Of yeah, course, milking like a cow almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd be a good farmer. Yeah, it's dancing like Donald Trump. Basically. You wrapped this up, Benny. What do you got? Uh, what do you got? Printer video. What's that? Sorry. Print or video. Either mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Print. If Whichever came first. Okay. Uh, print. Uh, grade four. Uh, the kid's name was Norm Peterson. Cheers, fan. Uh, Norm, Norm Peterson. I'm not lying. Uh, me, me and Norm Peterson and Norm Bigger was the other kid's name. Two Norms. And we were sitting, I remember this vividly. We were sitting uh, in his driveway on Drummond Road looking at a penthouse magazine. And it was like uh, about middle of the day and we're looking at it and not knowing what we're looking at. And it was a sunny day and over the top of this uh, came this, this shadow. And it was Norm Peterson's mom who was looking down at this, looking at this magazine and all three of us just slowly turned and, and looked up and realized like, oh God, we're so busted. 
<laughs> so busted. So yeah, it was, it would have been, um, let's see, that would have been a early eighties penthouse. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Good lot, one. Lot, lot to be said for grooming gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I was going to say it's a different penthouse back then, but that was penthouse in its heyday. Really? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Quality. Yeah, porn magazines, I think hit like probably 88 to 94. That would be peak in terms of popularity versus quality. Like that's where they, they all meet there on that diagram. Mm -hmm. I think somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. What about video, Benny? You said you had a video one day. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Channel 47. Yeah. Oh, scrambled porn? Oh, <laughs> well, scrambled porn, man. Channel 47. Yeah. Johnny yeah, Lombardi. Right. <laughs> what about us? Lombardi, who gave us the greatest name ever for a blowjob, the Chin Picnic. <laughs> 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 yes. I never heard of that. <laughs> Welcome to the Chin Picnic. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is your podcast so i thought yeah. i'd brew it oh, great Betty. no I, I love it but uh, what did, did he say that in the movie like that's what or that was the name no of no no like every it was a, it was an event it was like a, an annual concert it's an italian it's an italian, yeah, event, italian yeah. thing yeah the chin yeah. picnic and and you know well it, it's called, it, it should it's translate it over oh okay it's called the chin picnic i mean really you know. <laughs> You can you can figure out the rest for yourself. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could connect the dots on that one. Sure, sure. But no, the the scrambled porn involved. I don't know. It was a. It was bad. It was just really bad. I. But given given my age and given the time, it was just good enough. It, yeah, I, I'll admit I uh, I ha I have early memories of enjoying the scrambled porn and trying to chase a titty from the left bottom left hand side of the screen to the upper hand upper right hand side. <laughs> you know that's <laughs> that's that was always the, the game. But um, I can still tell you before I saw scrambled porn for me even was like slumming it because I had a hookup. There was a again small town four thousand people. There was one video store, and Ed. Ed's videos. Ed had no problem renting porn to underage kids. <laughs> <laughs> so probably because Ed starred in half of them and he was getting royalties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he used to sell us the betas. Like when they had the Betamax and they were trying to get oh. rid of them and switching over to VHS, he sold them all off. He didn't care who he sold them to. So I, for a while, had a stack of old bright orange beta porno movies. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Yeah. Lastly, before we go, plug your shit. Uh, Scotty. Yes. What's your project, man? Well, well uh, I already mentioned it. Loaded Radio. As always, yeah. Loaded Radio. Check out LoadedRadio.com. Uh, yeah, just uh, it's, it's hard rock, metal, interviews, content, streams, radio shows, podcasts. It's, it's a brand. It's everything. And by all means, please check it out. You know, and I know my friends here have awesome stuff, too. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. And and we're going to, I wanted to have Scotty back on a, another podcast in the future, the rock and roll round table, putting it together. I want to have people who represent different genres of rock and roll. Scotty, obviously you'd be representing metal, but you know, have some I would love to I rep would love punk to. rep alternative, whatever. Right. Uh, Carrie wasn't around for that. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, Carrie, what the fuck would he rep? Yeah, I, was, I know everything. <laughs> Carrie, everything. Is, Carrie was a round table. Yeah, he's just like, well, he'll wrap one thing on one finger and then something on the other. Oh, buddy. <laughs> and Benny, it's Black Sheep Radio, right? Black Sheep Radio is the podcast. Uh, Simply Hip is the band if you want to check us out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what's going on. Simply Hip. 
tragically hip tribute act. I can't, I actually, I think I maybe even sent you a happy new year's and be like, I can't wait for this friggin' pandemic to be over so I can come and see your band. Yeah, no, I, I, I hope you will. I mean, I, I Chuck seen it. I think Scotty. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Chuck, well, Chuck, we, we, Chuck, we played together. Yes. Jeez. Yes. Uh, oh, we Scotty, all played yeah. together. Yeah. 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 I saw that yeah. too. I was in the audience or at least I saw the sound check. Maybe even, I think. Chino, were you on the air the night we did that benefit show or were you there? Uh, what year was that? I'm not too sure. On the air, I think it, maybe I'm, she, I was she would have been on the air. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Subscribe yeah. to uh, black sheep radio. Check out the, uh, the band and Nick, your band too. I saw a little Instagram teaser, uh, uh, on uh, the new music video you had, you're flying with Muppets or some shit. You know, that, yeah, that was a song we put out a little while ago called oh, Under the Thunder. Uh, it's, a, it's like a love song. So we decided to do it with a, like a cheesy, uh, a cheesy kind of video against the green screen with the puppet and stuff. But <laughs> that was really uh, well done, Nick. Yeah, I oh, saw that. That you. was really well done. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, you can check us out at foolsunion.com. Got some new stuff coming out soon. And I'm also doing some YouTube stuff, a channel called rock album review. Uh, just talking about, you know, new records and stuff. And my buddy and I are trying to put together a uh, podcast. So yeah, you know, just keep plugging away. That's how it goes. Right. Yeah. And then uh, also Chuck Evans, if you want his sultry vocals, how can they find you, Chuck? Uh, you can find me at chucklewisvoiceovers.com. Chuck Lewis voiceovers. I yeah. keep forgetting that Evans is like a handle. That would be yeah. a official name. I, I just kind of, I, I fell into that because my first, my first, pro, it's a funny story. My first program director Ron Fitzpatrick up in Cambridge. Cambridge. In Cambridge. Benny, AM 960. That's right. Yep. That's right. And uh, I, I was uh, being introduced. I was in a uh, fresh new intern and I was being introduced around the station. And my, my demo tapes had the last name Evans instead of Lewis, because when I was in college, there was somebody a year ahead of me who also had the last name uh, Lewis and they kept mixing up the tapes. Right. You record the cassette tapes and they'd end up going to the wrong. So I just I I went with Evans. Why why not? Uh, So, of course, that name was all on the demo tapes, which I sent out to the radio stations. I got hired to go there. So Ron kept showing me around the radio station. Oh, okay, let's go. Let's go see Lucy's at the front desk here. Lucy (laughs) Pascot. We'll go see. We'll go see Lucy. Uh, Lucy, this is our new intern. It's uh, it's Chuck Evans, and uh, actually, it's Lewis. Hi, nice to meet you. Okay, and then we'll head down the hallway. And Shelly, Shelly, come here. Shelly, Shelly's our writer. Shelly, this is Chuck <laughs> Evans. He's he's our. It's it's Lewis. That's fine. Okay, and uh, down the hallway. Oh, the afternoon drive guy is on that. You should talk to Dave Collender. He's Dave Collender, awesome. Dave is awesome. You'll love him too. Dave, Dave, Dave. Here's our new intern. It's 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 Chuck Evans, and I just said. Hi, I'm Chuck Evans. Nice. Yeah, you just resigned <laughs> to it. You, I just, I went, you know what? Story. Huh. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I've, I've, I get, I'll just go with it. It's, it's easier. If only oh. so that Ron can get the name on my paychecks. <laughs> Chuck Lewis voiceovers and dot com. Dot com. And That's right. Love to have all you guys on the podcast and uh, welcome back anytime. And we'll, we'll keep mixing it up. And uh, maybe we'll, hopefully, once this pandemic is over, finally get to do, uh, do a show or catch a show or go for lunch. You know, yes. all those simple things that we took for yeah. granted for before I, I made a dedication during, <laughs> during uh, the, the, the height of the pandemic last year, in, like in April when everyone was freaking out and nobody knew what was up. I promised, I said, I'm going to hang out with everyone all the time as much as possible. As soon as this thing is over. Yeah, so, but you know what, Chris, yeah. really, really quickly, if I could interject, 
Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever took that for granted. And that's what made that staff at that time at that radio station mm-hmm. so fucking special was yep. that we never, ever took that for granted. And we all hung out for, uh, with each other and knew each other. And it was it was the only time I ever worked in radio where it was more it was family instead of staff. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I miss that. And I miss you guys. I do. Oh, uh, you, let's all go back uh, and do it again, boys. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Hey, well, One more. There's year. enough talent here to uh, to put together a radio station. So. There really is. Oh, oh yeah. speaking of which, guys, um, yeah, you know what? I've been talking to Chris about this. Oh yes, yes. FM. Are you going with it, Scotty? Are you going to do this? Loft FM will be moving forward. I've been meaning to talk to you guys about this. I mean, if yeah. for the people watching and listening, Loft FM is what Chuck just said. Essentially, is kind of a station we would all sort of maybe be a part of in some certain way that is moving forward guys so we'll i'll keep you updated cool. with that me and chris Very have been cool. doing something with that and yes. the call letters will be ckry yes they will <laughs> yeah so yeah that's uh for anyone who's ever wanted to buy loftfm.com guess who fucking owns it <laughs> i've owned it for like a decade i bought it for carrie and I still have it for Carrie. It's been a placeholder. And yeah, Scotty and I are going to put something together for that. So that's cool. cool. Awesome. You guys, thank you again. Find Big Chris Live, the uh, podcast after the fact, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating too. Uh, that will help us uh, get our word out there better. It moves us up on the chart or whatever, in the Apple Podcasts. And uh, thanks again to Dean Blundell and DeanBlundell.com for hosting us on his podcast network. Thanks again, lads. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.